0: Welcome to the Inglorious Blasters podcast, the Star Wars Legion podcast, talking anything and everything glorious or inglorious about the game. My name is Corey, and with me today are two chicken walkers I call friends, John and Brendan.
1: How's it going, my dudes? It's going great. I, I don't even know how to respond to these insults anymore. <laughs> just all the verbal I,
2: abuse. I'm just <laughs> immune to it at this point. <laughs> I mean, I can't refute that I might be one because I do trip on logs. <laughs>
0: Logs like Endor, you know, like tempest Force, like ATSTs. Yes, I explained the joke. Everyone, ah, welcome I to the podcast. What, I, I see what
1: you're saying. <laughs> I'm out.
0: I'll see myself out. We
2: don't explain jokes around here.
0: Nope, nope. I'm going to cut that. Maybe. Nope.
2: <laughs> this no. This is a uh,
1: an ATRT insult. I I would assume. Uh,
0: I mean, from no. you know, StarWarsFandom.com wiki or whatever. It's rebel slang for an Imperial AT-ST walker. So uh, technically,
2: uh, AT-STs that we see on Endor are not chicken walkers. It's just the one we see on Hoth, uh, just because it walks different. It walks more chickeny. I'll, I'll see myself uh, out with my useless knowledge. <laughs>
0: and this is why we won trivia at a Adepticon. Because <laughs> you know the minute details that no one else should know. Anyways, today on the podcast, <laughs> uh, let's see. We had a tournament at Gamers Corp. Uh, Brendan was hosting, and then I was the judge. But luckily, I got to play. So we're going to go over some of our games over there, and then we got our glorious versus inglorious segment. We got the Land Speeder. Uh, so stick around; that should be awesome. And we're also going to be talking about Temptus Force. Temptus Force just uh, came out. The rules came out. You can print it. You can play it. Uh, you can live all of your triple ATSD dreams. We're gonna get we're gonna get all up in there. We're gonna talk about it all. So stick around; it should be fun. But before we begin the podcast, I would like to give a shout out to a couple of our sponsors. Check out BaronofDice.com and check out a bunch of Star Wars Legion dice. He's got lots of pretty dice. He's got marbled sets. He's got clear sets. He's got. The special faces for your faction so there's even a you know symbol of grievous that one's kind of cool uh he's got all the attack dice colors he's got all the defense dice colors and you know what if you hate legion you could just buy some of his other dice he's got a bunch of d6s for every other game under the sun so check him out use checkout code glorious for a little discount brendan tell us all about our 3d printing needs
2: yeah, Panhandle Three D for all your three D printing needs. Uh, you don't have a three D printer? You really like the look of three D printed terrain? Pre- uh, the Panhandle Three D is your guy. Uh, you know, can print uh, terrain for multiple game systems. Find the stuff you want and ask him to print it, uh, and use the code Glorious for a fifteen percent off discount. The prints turn out great, and you don't have to worry about figuring out how to use a 3D printer.
0: Awesome. Thank you. John, our newest sponsor, Dice Must Flow. What do they got going on over there?
1: Yeah, the Dice Must Flow, our newest sponsor, but you've seen the dice trays for probably the last year now. Uh, they are pretty amazing, especially the new red ones that we've been given out since ACO. Uh, the red honestly looks awesome. I'm not sure why I didn't have them made in red originally, but I went with blue. So I don't know. They might be just red going forward until we get rid of all the blue ones that I had made. Um, so, uh, so you Maybe might because
0: like our show, like our, our show logo is like red and white. So that's probably why it looks. Yeah, the
1: white really pops on the red, but either way, the blue ones look good, too. Um, So not to discount that. But yeah, so the dice must flow. Uh, He's got pretty much put anything you want on the dice tray. So if you check out the website, he's offering a 15% off discount. Uh, using coupon code IGBLASTERS, all uppercase. He's got 40K dice trays, D&D dice trays, marble dice trays, and like I said, can pretty much put anything you want on a dice tray. So if you have something special that you'd like on a dice tray, they can do it over there. So check it out. Sweet.
0: Alrighty. righty. So we also have some upcoming tournaments that we want to highlight. Of course, we've been talking about it. It's Crucible. You you go to Florida. You play some Legion. You go to Disney. You, you get it. You you buy a bunch of lightsabers and, and, and build a bunch of droids. It's going to be a fun time. John's going. He doesn't know what he's bringing, but it's definitely a Republic. <laughs> that's, that's September 29th. Go have fun, everyone. <laughs> uh, and then we got St. Lawrence Open. Uh, Brendan, you want to tell us more about that one? That's yeah, a relatively been, new one.
2: Yeah, we've been uh, asked by uh, Eric, who is running the St. Lawrence Open 2023. Um, this is a uh, he gave us a script. I'll just read that. If you want to take part in a world qualifier tournament and get it out of your way, come to Montreal on October 21st and 22nd, 2023. The St. Lawrence Open is a world qualifier tournament of 64 participants over two days, which all players will play six games, no elimination. The event will be held in English and French at the Abyss Game Store. The venue has a full bar and kitchen. Visit the website for details and to view discounts for... From hotels and airlines, uh, this is a regional event, so you know meets all the requirements to get the cool alternate art cards for uh, a regional officially announced for uh, AMG in Montreal, Canada.
0: Sweet six games, that's awesome. Yeah, nice. can't beat can't beat that. Alrighty, and then I'm gonna highlight uh, my local tournament, uh, Critical Hit. It is uh, August nineteenth. It is in Abington, Maryland. So it is not a world qualifier. But uh, if you want to come practice for Nova, it's a good chance. We have 14 spots available. Uh, you can sign up on Eventbrite um, ahead of time. Or you can show up the day of. And yeah, just come. Let's have let's have a good time. Roll some dice. Alrighty. So how about we get into Gamers Corp tournament? Uh, Brendan, you want to give like a quick, uh, quick rundown of like the day or, or your day?
2: Yeah. So uh, Gamers core, we opened it up to be a 16-person event uh, for world's invite on the line. And we ended up having seven people and Corey show up to be our judge. Uh, so Corey then got to play. Uh, and we luckily had a... Uh, getting, getting a little ahead of myself, we did find somebody who was willing to judge just in case Corey and I... Ended up paired against each other per the rules. We had to have uh, another person just in case that happened. So we ended up with eight people. Uh, Running joke of the day was congratulating everybody on making top eight. So we all got cool cards. (laughs) It was great. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, the list I ran, uh, I I named uh, the list Pierce It. Uh, You'll you'll get the feeling why in a moment. (laughs) I had uh, Agent Callus with Underworld Connections and his Bow Rifle, uh, IG-88 with Hunter and Targeting Scopes, Bosk with Hunter and Targeting Scopes, a Shore Trooper with Del Miko and an R4, a Shore Trooper T-21, two Mortars, Stormtrooper HH-12 Specialist Recon Intel, and three Sniper Strike Teams. So yes, a lot of Pierce. <laughs> yep. Uh, and that list is 795 points. Um, and for my, uh, first game of the day, I ended up against, uh, Steve, uh, and he was our only, uh, rebel player that day. We, we did with eight people. We had every faction represented. It was amazing. We had empire. We had Republic. We had rebels. We had shadow collective and we had separatist. So That's that cool. was great to see.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, The list uh, Steve was playing was uh, just high level. He called it Fuzzy Kittens. Uh, It was Han, (laughs) IG-11, Chewbacca, uh, Rebel Vets, a Mark II, Pikes, Fleet Troopers, two Tauntauns, and a Landspeeder. (laughs) So this list was kind of all over the place. (laughs) Um, Long story uh, short his list died real fast because I had just a lot more firepower at range and a lot of pierce. Um, he did pretty much what I expected and put IG 11 in the land speeder. Um, and I decided to shoot IG 11 out of the land speeder instead of shooting the land speeder. (laughs) Uh, And so IG was dead by the start of turn two. Um, uh, and you know, then everything else was dying. <laughs> yeah, so uh, it was overall a uh, a great game. We had a lot of fun. Um, trying to remember what objectives we played. I let's see. It was oh, did, uh, key positions on rollout and fortified positions. So there was a lot of a lot of cover. Um, but yeah, uh, we ended it four one and called it a concession. So. It's a fun time, Corey. How was your first game, and what were you playing?
0: Well, I will tell you my list name first. It is Black Sun Enforcer and Diet Black Sun Enforcer, ride or die. <laughs> uh, so, I'm playing a CIS uh, separatist list. Uh, so, after our glorious versus inglorious segment last last episode, I wanted to show these fools the power of the mighty B2. <laughs> <laughs> so this is what I, this is what I took I took uh, a generic super attack with underworld connections I took uh three black Sun enforcers um they all had mag duts they all had the Vigo uh, they all had the recon Intel and two of them had f- uh, frag grenades uh, I couldn't fit the other one with frags because uh, this list is like very very corpse or core heavy uh like just expensive all around (laughs) and then i had three b2s two of them had the the hats so the b2 ha a trooper with the t-series tactical droid and then i had one b2 with the acm so that's just a range one to two gun uh and to top it all off i had a snail tank snail tank had defense protocols and armor piercing shells Woo! eight activations just gonna go get up in there gonna gonna do roll some dice do some damage hopefully <laughs> bring a ton of impact as well um and let's see so the first game i played against uh manny uh manny is a uh listener of the show and i believe he's now collected all of the blasters in the sense that he got to play against all of us now <laughs> <laughs> so there you go i think we need to make uh, a special medal for that or a sticker we'll, we'll nice. figure it out <laughs> Um, so anyways, we landed on for objectives, uh, intercept the transmissions, major offensive and limited visibility. Manny is running a shadow collective list with a bus, uh, just going off the top of my memory. He had like a bus, a bunch of black sun enforcers, Bosk, and a naked pike squad. Uh, and then a Vigo commander as well. So I think we are both eight acts. Um, he's at nine. Eight, he's at nine. Okay, perfect.
2: He's got one pike in there.
0: Yeah, just the one naked pike. Yep, that was just like his objective grabber. So, anyways, this was actually kind of funny because both of our lists wanted to do similar things. Uh, his black sun enforcers had the scatter gun, right? So he had the Pierce, and he he's better at shooting me technically at range two. So effectively, what happened is is he moved his bus up to the middle, and I my B twos uh, were able to unload on them, and then one of his the his he had one mag debt squad it gets hops out of the bus gets behind a liar side blocker. One of my mag squads hops over cover to just like annihilate that squad <laughs> just like flat out. Like, I think I got him to one, one remaining model in that squad of his. And I was like, well, that was good for me. <laughs> uh, but anyways, it just goes from there. And we were, yeah, we were playing limited viz too. And, uh, so Bosk didn't get any shots until like turn two. So that was pretty nice. Um, uh, Basically, the bus went down, and then systematically each of the uh his black sun enforcers went down the snail tank did some work there just shooting it was it was good uh ended up taking that one yeah it was it was fun we we laughed at at all the dice rolls it was great <laughs> they roll way too many dice <laughs> all right brendan how'd your uh how'd your game two go uh
2: game two um was very interesting, probably one of the both most fun and stupidest games I've ever played, because <laughs> uh, uh, I ended up playing Corey. <laughs> bum bum, bum.
0: <laughs> I threw I threw it over to you, fully well knowing yep. that you were fighting me. Yep.
2: <laughs> yep. Yep. That death was again such a crazy game. It was, um, fun. it was
0: very back and forth. It was fun.
2: Yeah. So we ended up playing Clear Conditions, roll out, and intercept the transmissions. And it got so stupid. We had units that had no business being in melee, being in melee with each other in the middle. Um, not to mention, it got so confusing to keep track of who was in what multiple melee versus who was in what other multiple melee. Yeah, there, <laughs> just, there was at least was three melee is going on. Yeah,
0: it was nuts.
2: I took a couple. I took one picture of how dumb the melee got. Uh, but it's that picture is still tough to tell how how dumb that actually is. Meanwhile, the snail tanks just kind of sitting there wishing it could run everybody over. <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> The snail tanks like,
0: but they're right there and I can't do anything about it.
2: <laughs> so oh, this game ends up going to five five tie uh, and it comes to kill points uh, and I win on kill points by about sixty points. <sighs>
0: Yeah, so... Alright, so... Brent is missing a key part of this. Oh, uh, what did I yeah, forget? Yeah, yeah well... <laughs>
2: your awful rolls on IG, oh. and
0: then your amazing god rolls on, like, white dice snipers. Like, get out of here. <laughs>
2: yes. Uh, so, my red saves just didn't exist this game. They were just garbage. But my scouts just kept saving. <laughs> yeah, it I I didn't so understand dumb. it. So, so,
0: I think it was turn two... It's turn two, near the end of turn two or the top of, or whatever, t- turn two or turn three. I move my snail tank up with... It was turn two. Okay, it was turn two. Move my snail tank up with B2s in it, the range two ones. And my snail tank moves up and takes an armor-piercing shot at IG. And I think you were in maybe light or none.
2: Oh, that I, the IG shot was turn three. Because turn two, okay. you shot my, my stormtroopers who didn't see right. anything.
0: And I was like, sure, I'll shoot at IG. And then I've got the impact on this. So, like, why, why not? Um, <laughs> that dude took four wounds right then and there. I was like, who? <laughs> I thought he was going to save it, like, more than that. And then he, he goes with IG, moves backwards and shoots, I, I believe. Yeah. And then I basically have one more shot to, like, try and kill him. Uh, before he heals them for like three yep, <laughs> because that Delmico squad plus a repair bot right yep. uh, so the, the b2 you know gets out it has no other ai you know uh targets to shoot gets out and then like ig lives and i was like god god darn it <laughs> and then ig lives the rest of the game i'm like well there goes there goes that chance oh well
2: yeah, I but think it was a fun he game. ended the game good. at full health by the, uh, he, by the he time did. we were yep. done. <laughs> I was
0: like, I'm not shooting him again. I was like, I <laughs> give up. <laughs> it was fun, though. Good game.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it was ridiculous. So uh, I end up uh, in the finals because with eight people, we only needed to play three rounds, which is great. Um, so before I, we talk about that game, Corey, you want to talk about your, your last game?
0: Yeah, let's do it. So I ended up playing uh patrick so <laughs> patrick is running a clone list um uh oh, what was he running he was running anakin a, a bunch of clones he was 8x uh he was running boil with inside an rps i think he had two full arc squads as well and then like a phase two z6 yep i might be oh and then echo squad okay um we played the cagiest game of key positions, major offensive, and war weary I have ever played in my entire life. <laughs> the way it worked out is we had line of sight, big line of sight blocking buildings on my side of the board and it was hiding my KP very well. And then uh, the center KP was kind of exposed. So if I wanted to approach him, I would just eat a ton of clone shots and fire supports and it would not be great for me. And I don't think I win that exchange if I go in early (laughs) so basically we just turtled up it was pretty it was pretty ridiculous so then all the action happened the end of turn five and all of turn six but he clinched it out he got uh two one my snail tank moved on top of the center kp but anakin was able to force push one of those dudes off and then jump back to a different like go jump back to his own kp uh to go help secure that one Overall, it was a fun game. Like, and <laughs> we sped we sped through turns one through, uh, one through three, one through four, pretty quickly. And while uh, just shooting the breeze, it was a lot of fun. It was a fun game. Nice. <laughs> how about how about your last game, Brendan? Tell us.
2: Yeah, while Corey was having fun, I was you know sweating. Um, <laughs> I ended up playing Sam, and we played key positions rollout and clear conditions, and. When I say Sam's list is maybe the least favorite list I have ever seen, uh, I'm not exaggerating. Sam, you're great. I like you a lot, but I hated this list. Um, And that's just because nothing would die. So he was playing Anakin with Force Push, Force Barrier, and Offensive Slash Defensive Stance. Pike Syndicate, Capo. Padme. Phase One with Boyle. Two Pikes with the Disruptor and Capo. A uh, phase one with a Z6 clone captain and situational awareness, and a phase one with a DC15 clone captain and situational awareness, and an echo strike team. Ooh,
0: the situational awareness on that is a- on those exactly. two is gross. Like, so you're getting extra pikes that uh-huh. you can equate. You can a- kind of equate it to that.
2: Pretty much, and he's got dodges everywhere. Uh, he's got barrier to deal with some of my high velocity shenanigans. Plus he's got Boyle to deal with some of my high velocity shenanigans. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so things just wouldn't die. And so uh, we end up uh, tied uh, but I lose on kill points because things just wouldn't die. Um, I, Looking back on it, things I learned from this game I definitely out-activated him, so I probably could have been a lot more cagey. I was a little too aggressive. You know, he was a 9-act list. I was an 11-act list. I I probably could have just sat back and waited till turn 6 and just rushed the middle and won.
0: Yeah, that's KP for you. Yeah.
2: But I tried to do things. Um, I will say I got close to killing Anakin with IG-88. It got real close. There was a uh, one point where it, I I'd flawed Anakin, so I knew Ploy was coming. Uh, so I played Catalyst's one pip, so I made sure I went first, and then I trusted in the heart of the cards, and I was able to pull IG88 before Anakin could come in. And I'd already played um, IG's one pip, so I knew IG wasn't going anywhere. He was going to be sticking around, but I wanted to make sure he could you know do a do a nice big shoot. Um, so I move with IG and I take a shot. He's got no aim. Anakin can't use any defensive tech because he can't use Barrier on himself and he can't use his dodges. And IG comes around the corner, I roll the six dice, and I get the six hits.
0: <laughs> Excellent.
2: <laughs> and Anakin takes three wounds on the defense roll. I couldn't have asked for much better. Uh, by the end of the game, Anakin, I think, I. Two health left, so I, Ig was real close and killing him. I, I unfortunately did not collect any of my bounties, um, but I tried.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Overall,
2: I, it was a good game, but yeah, I, I definitely was more aggressive than I should have been.
0: A plus effort. I hate clones.
1: I like that list. Yep. I actually just added it to my uh, my phone, like my, a section in my <laughs> phone. Right, put all these lists that I. <laughs>
0: Oh man, things
2: like Boyle's Squad I think was down to just Boyle and he just hit in the back, <laughs> and that nice. was just from guardian shots.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's what you. That's all you do with Boyle. You just boil until like you can't take oh, any more, right? And, and all you're like,
2: Boyle, oh, well, you look at the time. Gotta go, <laughs> right? And all Boyle's actions otherwise were just aim and dodge. Yep, and then he's just passing those out. <laughs> yep, Boyle is really, really dumb. <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's so good oh. but yeah the, the captains with the situational awareness yeah. that, that that list just doesn't die
0: yeah valiant effort
2: so we did say uh before the tournament started you know game up like might change who's in what place but we said whoever made the top table it's second place so i was second place although game uplink says i was in third so hooray yay brendan good job brendan it's all Corey's fault for losing his third game
0: <laughs> yeah it was a it was a great time good store uh had a lot of fun definitely would gladly go back Alrighty, uh how about we get to our glorious first inglorious segments so for those of you that don't know uh how this segment works Basically, one person takes the side of Glorious, meaning the unit is great, and they're going to argue points for that. And then the other, uh, the other person takes the side of their Inglorious, meaning they are bad and they are terrible and no one should take them. So they're going to argue points for that. And then hopefully we have an impartial judge uh, to decide at the end for all of the Legion community what, is, what the correct answer is. <laughs> so today we got the Landspeeder. Before I get ahead of myself, Brendan, would you like to give the stats of the Landspeeder to um, let the audience know again?
2: Yes. So it's the X-34 Landspeeder. So we all know it's part of the X-Men. Uh, it is a heavy unit for the Rebellion. <laughs> and uh, it's a repulsor vehicle that is currently 60 points. It has six health and a resilience of four. Uh It surges on offense and surges on defense with white defense dice. It's speed two. Its only native weapon is a blaster pistol that the driver's wielding very recklessly, you know, driving and shooting at the same time. It's just not safe. Um, You know, one to two with two white dice. Uh, It has the keywords armor two, arsenal three, cover one, Light Transport 1 open. Uh, so, just a reminder that Light Transport 1 means it can only take one unit and it can only be a single model unit. Um, and Speeder 1. So, you know, it ignores Height 1 terrain and it has to compulsory move because it's a speeder. It can take five upgrades. Uh, one is a pilot upgrade, two are personnel upgrades. One's a hardpoint upgrade, and it can take a comms upgrade. The personnel upgrades it can choose from are the A300 Rifle Gunner. It's a gun that shoots one to three with two white. The RPS-6 Rocket Gunner, which is range two to four, and it's a red, black, and a white with impact two. Uh, the Sorry, the A300 rifle is uh, a whole one point now. The Rocket Gunner is 21 points. You can take a Refurbished Gonk Droid to give it shielded two, and it can earn back shields by rolling uh, some dice and seeing what your luck is for 14 points. And it can take the Unstable R5 Astromech to, at the end of your activation, perform an attack or move, then then roll three black attack dice and suffer one wound for each hit or crit result. That's a one-time use for six points. Then there are five pilots it can choose from. The Hotshot Pilot that gives Sharpshooter 1 for eight points. The Outer Rim Speed Jockey that gives Cover 1 for ten points. Rider Izadi that is a tappable upgrade that when you're performing you can increase or decrease your speed by one. Shriv... Who can be a field commander for you and gives you the free action to choose a friendly trooper unit you are transporting or at range 1 to 2 it gains a dodge and true is five, 10 points rider was 5 points and wedge is 5 points he is tappable to and you gain field commander and you get the free action to perform a pivot and the hard point upgrades that are unique to this are the mark 2 medium blaster for 21 points range 1 to 3 4 black fixed front and the m45 ion blaster range 1 to 4 1 black 4 white exhausts, fixed front impact 1 ion 1 for 25 points and then there's a bunch of comms upgrades that are just generic you can put on there
0: cool quite the exhaustive list there's a lot that this thing of stuff (laughs) you can you can run it lean and mean or you can run it bloated (laughs) (laughs) bloated with stuff uh so just to remind everyone i don't think i said it but uh brendan is going to be taking the side of glorious and then john is going to be taking the side of inglorious and i'll be the judge for today i think i want to hear from john first why is it inglorious
1: thank you i appreciate the uh The ability to go first and uh, talk about all the (laughs) negatives about this thing. It is actually crazy. Uh, I did, I'll give Brendan a little bit of an advantage here and say, I, I always start by writing out all the pros and cons, and I just wrote flexible under the pros because there is a ridiculous amount of ways to set this thing up, so dissimilar to anything else we've argued it's it's almost difficult to like choose a path because it's like i don't know like what which way are we going with this conversation so it is definitely flexible you can run it a, a multitude of
2: different ways so i i john before you continue i think we can all agree it's the closest thing to a swiss army knife of any unit in the game yes
1: very much so <laughs> yeah Yep. So we should probably say <laughs> disclaimer, we're probably not going to hit every single which away and there's going to be all kinds of different niches and corner cases that you can use the thing for. So we'll probably hit on the most common.
0: If we don't mention it, please let us know how you use it and if it's effective. So you can email us, you can uh, hit us up on the discord uh, yeah, uh, just reach out to us. Okay, there you go. Sorry, John. Go cool. ahead.
1: Yeah. All right. So either way you're going to use it, it still sucks uh, because it is. <laughs> oh, strong words. <laughs> <laughs> Try to keep emotion out of this. So let's just get to the hard uh-huh. facts here. The thing is, armor two. <laughs> uh, I actually I haven't played against one in a little while. I actually thought it was full armor. So when I was reading through the card and realized it was armor two, I was just like man this thing sucks but uh so armor 2 uh which dice pools are obviously getting much larger since this thing released so armor 2 used to be fairly decent when combined with the cover one but when you see all these 10 die pools 11 die pools i mean it's pretty common for things to be in the seven plus range. So having armor to the cover one isn't as crazy as it once was. And then critical is much more common um, than when this thing came out. So getting past the armor, you can kind of skirt around it there. And then just the meta that we're in currently uh, the prevalence of impact just to fight dark troopers. And now with tempest force, that is probably going to be the other big bad that's going to be running around which we're going to get into later impact's just going to continue to rise so chewing through that armor uh and getting to those white defensive saves is going to be easier than ever uh second point i mean it's in a rebel list so rebel lists that are competitive these days are a lot of hero hammer lists so they're very hero focused so you It's going to lack order control unless you put HQ Uplink on it, so it just makes it even more expensive by adding that 10-point cost, or it's not going to have an order because those orders are going to be on your heroes or your other focus pieces. Uh, And then it's from an attack profile standpoint, it's pretty so-so. So if you load it up with the RPS, the Mark II, and then that A300 gunner, it takes it from 60 points to 103 points, and that's before you get in the to the plethora of different other options with that you're gonna roll one red five black three whites which on average is 5.1 hits so pretty much everything's in heavy cover these days so you're gonna push three hits past heavy cover the most common you know good competitive list these days are empire and gar so three hits past heavy cover you're gonna do 1.5 wounds into empire Probably one wound into Gar because the shareable surges. So it's pretty lackluster. You're also going to then be in range 3 of their entire army and just get completely decimated. So between the lack of order control, the so-so attack pool, and really not too defensible in this meta, and just the fact that it's armor 2, it's not crazy on the defensive side um, either. And then you put yourself in that range 3, um threat range of your opponent's pretty much entire army to get there uh so i just see it as being pretty inglorious these days especially in this meta i think this meta is not doing it any favors for sure so i will start off my argument there with those three points and uh give brendan a chance to (laughs) (laughs) I can't. T- <laughs> Brendan's got a sour
0: sour face. He's He has disgust. He's just,
2: he's just trying guys. to throw me off. I'm, I'm just looking I'm, away. I am truly disgusted that you think that the X-34 landspeeder, the most famous of the X-Men, is not fit for this meta. Okay. <laughs> X gonna give it to you, okay? Exactly. <laughs> Look, <laughs> if you learn how to pilot this thing well, and granted... That will take some practice. I fully understand that. For 114 points, you can give this thing the rocket gunner, the ion blaster, and a hot shot pilot. And you could use this thing as a gun platform kiting from range four. You could do your compulsory move, take a range four shot with sharpshooter one, and then do another move to move out of range of things to shoot you that's got an impact 3 and ion 1 shot that is great against all the other armor you're going to face right now plus the the sharpshooter to deal with anything if there is i mean that is you know uh you're you're throwing eight dice at range 4 that's nothing to be you know ashamed of i mean that's that's a lot of dice at that range um no, nothing else throws that much dice at range 4 uh, other than maybe Pathfinders but <laughs> 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 um, so th- that's one way you could run it um, I've never seen it run that way but I-, I think that's a completely viable option you know and you can run two of these for 114 points each and that's an answer to a lot of armor problems with impact 3 and ion 2 you know it's that's impact 6 ion 2 across two vehicles that can shoot at range 4 and duck away. So, you, you can definitely play it that way. Uh, you know, you can add the Outer Rim Speed Jockey, give it cover 2, it gives it a little bit extra survivability. Plus the fact that you can also give it the Gonk Troid, give it shields, that's a potential extra 2 health per turn if you're dice like you. So... <laughs> I like the way you put that. (laughs) And then, again, this thing is a great gun platform, so much so that, hey, uh, maybe you know it's going to die soon, but you've got the unstable R5 astromech on there, and you can just go, alright, I'll compulsory, I'll shoot you, recover, use this, shoot you again. I'm glad you mentioned that. (laughs) This thing can throw out crazy amounts of attacks when needed for a six point upgrade <laughs> granted it might die in a burst of flames in the process but i think that's worth the six points to probably take something else down in the process uh and then the last thing you didn't even talk about at all this is a transport uh the scariest game i have ever had against land speeders was a double land speeder lando hond list and they're both in the land speeders and they're just coming through my lines gunning everything down with their (laughs) Pierce. they they just love sitting in that thing and shooting everything (laughs) yep i mean the the game i just played at gamers court that was uh ig 11 in there it's mobile cover for a unit that doesn't want to move and just shoot things it works out perfectly uh you know if you have issues with mobility for any of your characters you can give them heavy cover that moves with them and then they can just shoot from it it's it's pretty great in that regard and then that's not even including the uh, crazy shenanigans that you know nobody has seen in a while but the turn one sabine explosions play (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah can, i remember that yeah you can put sabine in the landspeeder do a move you know do the moves necessary with the landspeeder get her up close and then she just throws the bombs out and blows up your opponent's army <laughs> i mean there's so much versatility with this unit you can play it how you need it you you can If you just have the points in your army, you don't even necessarily have to have a purpose for it in your army. It can do what you want. It's better if it has a purpose. But again, this is the Swiss army knife of units. This is the build it how you want, and it will do what you want it to. I can't say that for any other unit in the game. Everything else has what it's good at, and maybe a secondary thing it's okay at. This thing can do so much. (laughs) You
0: got anything else?
2: X gonna give it to you.
0: Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I'll offer one last chance for John I, to like refute I, anything. I, I uh, don't but 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 that was pretty strong. Yeah, so. I don't
1: know. The transport thing, honestly, it it doesn't it wasn't on my it was on my radar but didn't seem worthy enough to even add into my argument of concerns like for me han is more scary behind a building popping out shooting me and then popping back behind the building with steady than he is like basically just kamikaze into the center of my army and then it's like oh you're just gonna sit here and let me pop you out of this land speeder like
2: well great the land speeder drops him off at the end of turn one in a spot where he can do that you don't have to fear the, the approach for three turns, which is fuck. He's already there. <laughs> but is he is that worth
1: the 60 points to do that? Like is, you're saying is the land you're just paying the 60 points for the land speeder solely to drop him off. I don't know no. how the type yeah. so, and it so with Sabine right. like you would essentially have to give it HQ uplink right because you you'd play explosions so it'd be a one pip you'd only have the order on Sabine so you'd have to pop an HQ uplink to get the order on the land speeder play the land speeder drive it out there your opponent would go then you'd go with Sabine throw the or how would that do you know what I mean yeah like. A yeah, lot I of mean, the things like I, I can't remember the
2: exact way that it works best. It probably works best as a turn two thing, but you can do it as a turn one if you don't care about getting Sabine out of the way.
1: I get. I guess yeah, my, yeah. a lot and, of them like. And if you they throw sound, they on there, sound and it's good and three, easy and in
2: theory. theory. But
1: I, I guess my point is, in actual practice, when you go to play, it's like there's a lot of things that sound good, like oh yeah, you just drive it up, cheap hot. But then it's like, wait a second, wait, like you play explosions, but. Only Sabine gets the order, but then now I gotta pay an extra ten points for HQ uplink, so now the sixty points is really seventy points.
2: And then next the rebels. <laughs> Most of their stuff is cheap other than their heroes. You have ten points to spare.
1: But then it becomes a whole it's a like sixty order. point heavy. But Sabine is also so fast and with jump, like do you really need the land speeder to get her where she
2: needs to go? If you wanna take somebody by surprise turn one. Yeah. But then you're She's not pulling that off on her own turn But
1: one. you now have a
2: 200-point Sabine. Yeah. And she just blew up half the other person's army and suppressed it to death.
1: I don't know if I've ever seen an explosions be that oppressive to pay 200 points. So,
0: it, it, I be- it, I think it depends, right? So, if you can get Sabine into a position where, like, she's relatively safe from, like, the army, turn... At the end of turn one or the end of turn two, whatever, right? I feel like that's fairly worth, like it, because the main, the main bulk of their army should be like still all clumped right there. Ideally, it is like the perfect case scenario. So it's not going to work every time. No. Maybe you don't work. Maybe you don't use this trick every time. I think what Brendan is saying is you have the possibility of this trick.
2: Mm-hmm. It's so. there if you want to.
0: I'm gonna tell you guys. Well, I just I don't want to argue for anyone, but uh, you, none of you brought it up, so I'm gonna bring it up. <laughs> uh, R two in the land speeder, mm-hmm. and if you add Shriv, is like actually disgusting. Yes. Uh, because Shriv, he gives Why, a dodge hello, and a suppression token, so you can slap that on R two while he's inside the land speeder. So basically, R two is just gonna zoom right into the end zone, right for that secret mission. Or do you do that every single time, every single game? No, the options there though. Let's pretend you're playing Disarray, like, like your opponent has Disarray in their deck or something. Uh, you now suddenly have like an extra victory point. You're playing Battle Lines. You throw the Land Speeder over there, and you go throw R two score point, and then the Land Speeder comes back and maybe does something for your army. Yeah. Again, I don't want to argue for Brendan, but it's super well, that, versatile.
2: See, that <laughs> seems worth like a hundred points.
0: Yeah. None of you brought but, it up. I'm ashamed you
2: guys. Hey, look! Another crazy thing you can do with the land speeder. Who is everybody's favorite rebel right now? Cassian. Cassian K two. Cassian. Yeah. Cassian can't use his sniper rifle and move. Guess what? If he's in a land speeder, <laughs> he can move. He can be in the land speeder and use his sniper rifle. I, I don't. <sighs> I don't know if Cassian's going to be sitting in the land speeder. No, but he can. And then you could have K2 in a second one. They're still doing teamwork next to each other. And then K2 can be the crit gun machine that he is from a land speeder.
0: Uh. Okay, so you're telling me you're building like a super alpha list where that- like. <laughs> <laughs> you do you throw like eight dice twice I'm, seven or eight dice twice right using the unstable astromech and I'm then you got saying. k2 and then you got uh cassian right the you land just, speeder just, is the wild west of
2: list building you can do whatever you want with it <laughs> all right brendan wins
1: <laughs> i was i was actually I, brendan was starting to kind of sway me one way and then it kind of went off the rails <laughs> <laughs> that's what i do i was like all right like, no. and then i was like okay never mind <laughs> like ah,
0: man i think this is a sweet unit just I, you lost uh, me uh, at the 200 judgment.
1: points sabine sabine so in the lands of- look look look
0: look
2: look it's an option i'm not saying you have to do it, it that way right
0: that. right and that's where that's where i think good players and bad players like there's a there's a distinct line in the sand because you have this trick in your bag doesn't mean you have to use this trick every single time right like Uh, for example, like I was playing blizzard force at LVO and I was against like an, uh, a separatist player and he was used to playing blizzard force opponents that like ran their bikes all up. Right. And then he had like scary BX units and a tank. And I was like, well, I definitely don't want to engage turn one. (laughs) I was like, I need to wait until turn two. So after the game, he was like, you're the smartest blizzard force player I ever played against. Right. And that's not me tooting my own horn, but he's just like, yeah, you didn't move your bikes. To like go die turn one, I was like, yeah, that seems really dumb. Uh, if Sabine can't move forward like with the land speeder turn one uh, safely, then she probably shouldn't do it. Yeah, right. It's just like it's just a threat. It's there.
2: It's, it's a threat. It's an experience. you if you play it enough, you're going to know how far away you can do it from. So you you wait a turn if you know you can't pull it off.
0: I didn't realize how much impact this thing has. Yeah, <laughs> I really I really didn't. No one plays this thing. People should start experimenting with it it
2: i, I fear glorious. i fear that
0: i fear that using it as a gun like for your main source of impact is bad and i feel like the fd turret does it better and safe safer but if you want to like throw some characters in there like hell yeah ride I, or die
1: <laughs> i do not think now is the time to experiment with it personally uh i don't if know not now when
0: yeah i, I agree with brendan <laughs> right if not now when uh i will i will say this a lot of you have to be rebel, really really good with this a lot of rebel pundits
2: have been complaining that their faction doesn't have enough impact for the current armor meta from range this thing has the most impact at range of any of their I, units
1: i will agree with what you had just said Corey. i do think this is a high skill cap unit like like for i sure. think to be 100%. able to do kind of like what you're saying like the get in take the shot, get out. Like that is not like a very easy skill to master no, is like, a no, I, no. I would
2: argue this thing is probably harder to master than a force user. Probably the only thing harder to master than this would be the fluttercraft.
0: I was going to say it, it's probably fluttercraft at the very highest. <laughs> and then this <laughs> for sure. <laughs> same exact, same exact feeling. Oh man. Like, yeah, I'll say it again. I'll give it to Brendan. Um, you, you hit what? all the high points, like you just I'm serious. Made your judgment like,
1: like that, you didn't even lead up to. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's good. I like this, this thing. Ridiculous. I, it's sixty. It's sixty points. Pew, pew, pew. You get to do whatever you want with it. How glorious is that? You like live whatever Legion dream you want with this thing. <laughs> XCon to give it to you. I think it, I think it will die, but. I mean, doesn't the, the Rebel you... Faction doesn't? Exactly. Hopefully it does the thing that you want it to first before it dies. I dig it. I like it. I'm sorry, John. It's all right. <laughs>
1: it's all
0: right. Brendan got me with the unstable astromech to shoot twice and then move away. <laughs> that's, that's good. That's good. I dig it. Die. Well, uh, great job, gentlemen. Thank you for arguing. Uh, I always appreciate it. And thanks nice, for letting me nice judge job, this time. I'm, I'm tired of getting tired of getting my beatings.
2: <laughs> I can't remember the last time's glorious one. That's been a while. That is right. true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it has been a while. What? It, I can't even remember the last one that was, uh, has anything won for that to the records, Corey for next episode. <laughs> yeah. for the, Yeah. I'll look at it later
0: <laughs> or uh future editing Corey insert here. <laughs> um, so, if you think our judgment is wrong, please please tell us. We want to hear about it. It's not wrong. Um, it's it's definitely not wrong. It might be a hot take, but it's definitely not wrong. <laughs> uh, so if you wanna if you wanna just chit chat with us, uh, join our Discord. The link is in the show notes. You can email us swlIngloriousBlasters at gmail You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook. For Instagram, search um, at swlIngloriousBlasters, and for Facebook. The Inglorious Blasters, a Star Wars Legion podcast. Please leave a rating and review on any platform of your choice. We're on Spotify, Apple, Google, YouTube, all those fun ones. Wherever wherever the podcasts are, we're there. So if you can give us a rating and a review, that would really help us out. We appreciate it. Uh, Yeah, that debate was a lot of fun. You know what else seems a lot of fun? Seems like a lot of fun. ATSDs? Three ATSDs. I love it. I love it. <laughs> we're talking about the one, the only, the Tempest Force, Brendan. I'm hoping you can give us a quick rundown of what they do.
2: Oh, uh, yes, uh, they kill Ewoks. Okay, and you souls. First. They- <laughs> 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 That's
0: right. If you thought Death Troopers were, or, I'm sorry, if you thought Dark Troopers were bad, check out these guys.
2: No, so the uh, Tempest Force Battle Force is an Empire Battle Force. It has a, a few special rules. Uh, vehicles in the army gain Scout 2. Uh, units not in a command range of a friendly commander unit do, and do not have a comms upgrade equipped, remove one less suppression during the remove token step and during setup in the at the start of the deploy unit step. Uh, You may set aside one friendly special forces or support unit, marking it with a condition token, and then you can, when you can't play anything on the table anymore, you can deploy it anywhere on the battlefield beyond range 2 of all enemy units if able. Uh, That unit's treated as activated, and its order token is placed face down. It's basically a free rapid reinforcements of a special forces or support unit. Um, The allowable units are the Imperial Officer for your Commander, Scout Troopers, but not Strike Teams for Special Forces, Stormtroopers for Corps, 74 Z speeder bikes for support, and heavies are ATST, and a new unit, Major Marquand. Uh, unique upgrades allowed are none. The rank requirements for this army, commander, each army may include one to two commanders, special forces, must include two to six special forces, core must include one to three core support may include up to three support units and heavy each army may include up to three heavy units. So that's where the three ATSDs comes in. Uh, the new unit, Major Marquand, is a heavy. He, he's an ATSD. Uh, he's basically he special rules with direct. <laughs> yeah. He's an ATST. Uh all the normal stuff that you would see on an ATST, except he has Surge to hit natively. Um uh, he has built in the twin light blaster and the grenade launcher. And both of those can be used in melee as well as at their ranges of uh two and three, respectively. Um the additionally, he's a field commander. He's a special issue Tempest Force. You can only use him in Tempest Force. And he has direct vehicle. He's 190 points. Tempest Force uh, gets three new command cards for Major Marquand and three new command cards for Tempest Force. Hot damn. <laughs> Super good. Anyways. All the command cards. <laughs> um, I, uh, before we even go over these, I'm going to say there's one you don't take because you're taking pinned down. But, um, so I'll go through the, uh, Major Marquand ones first. His one pip is Gunner Infantry. Uh, it only issues to Major Marquand. During his activation, Major Marquand reduces speed by one to a minimum of one. He gains tactical uh, and his weapons gain suppressive. So basically he can move, get an aim and shoot and give suppression, extra suppression. Uh, His 2-pip, Squad on Me, also only orders him. At the start of his activation, each other friendly vehicle unit at range 1 of him may perform a free pivot. Then they may make a speed 1 move. So that's a lot of free movements on vehicles. Um, And then his 3-pip is Armored Cavalry. It's for 3 vehicles... Uh, When another friendly vehicle begins its activation at range one of Major Marquand, it may choose one of the following effects. If it's in his front arc, it may gain a dodge token. If it's in his side arc, it may gain an aim token. If it's in his rear arc, it may perform a speed one move. That's a lot of options and a lot of vehicles to give orders to. (laughs) Um, So that's his cards. The Tempest Force cards, the one pip is drive them out. It gives to one vehicle. Uh, Friendly vehicles gain demoralize one this round. Uh, This round, the first time a friendly vehicle with a face-up order token displaces an enemy unit during its activation. Roll a white defense die for each miniature in the enemy unit for every surge and block result. uh, The enemy unit suffers a wound. So basically, this is a mix of the uh, raiding party leader and the invader's might No, the um reckless driver oh right yeah yeah so um every unit every vehicle gets to one but only the first unit that has an order that displaces gets to uh, give wounds from the displacing um the two pip we need reinforcements gives to two troopers Uh, Friendly units that have a face-up order token gain disengage this round. Seems very situational. Um, And then the 3-PIP, constantly alert, uh, gives to three units. Uh, When a unit is issued an order with this card, it gains one aim token for each enemy unit at range 1. If it did not gain any aim tokens, it gains a standby token. That's the scary card, in my opinion. (laughs)
0: yeah so do you guys want to give some thoughts or because i actually got two games in with them
2: um that's right Uh, my my initial thoughts are uh the following uh constantly alert is scary because you're giving atst standbys and there's no way to strip those um that's amazing uh armored cavalry Additionally, you can give out either extra dodges or aims or get some free moves. Very situational. Great. If you're great with your placement and when you play that, that's a huge card. Um, All the rest, they're not not terrible cards. I think they're great for the battle force if you're running. And if you're not running at least two ATSTs, I think you're doing it wrong. But um, I think we need reinforcements. You can leave that one at home and bring Pin down. Pinned down's really good here. Uh, For a reminder, pinned down, issues to heavies or support, and any time units that are heavies or supports shoot a unit with a face-up order token, that order token gets put in the bag. So it destroys order control.
0: Oh, yeah. So uh, I've been, like, building lists like crazy. Um, So you want to hear my fun list idea? Yes. All right, so it is seven ninety one, eight activations, Major Marquand, uh, ATST, uh, and then one stormtrooper with a R four astromech, and then you got five scout troopers with sonic charge saboteurs. <laughs> yes, so basically, basically you scout up the uh, ATSTs, right, and uh, the the scouts follow right behind them as a mobile wall of line of sight blockers and let's pretend you're playing key positions
2: and you just throw all the bombs (laughs) don't know if it's good uh, but it's a fun one (laughs) now with a list like that because I've I've thought about this list idea too would you basically the the free rapid reinforcements one of your bomb squads behind your enemy lines just to give them something extra to fear Um, it could be your suicide squad to run up there throw a bomb in their lines and then one of the other squads sets it off (laughs) <laughs> i don't i don't hate it
0: right because then they have to deal with that while your other four scout troopers like
2: <laughs> deal out it's the other bombs 10 <laughs> black dice at range two with sharpshooter it's you can't ignore that unit yeah yep
0: it's pretty gnarly um but anyways like i was saying i got two games of it and uh, i was like super excited so i printed it out and then uh <laughs> i played one game against uh one of my locals Daryl, I played the triple a t s t version. I had one Astro mech and like just two naked scouts uh, for like a total of eight acts and like he was playing uh you know basically what I think is the natural predator, which is any gar list with impact and or Anakin <laughs> <laughs> uh in that game in that game I had um both the grenade launcher and the the mortar so the range four to infinite and for that fun game i was like you know what i'm just going to go charge again see what happens the three atsts uh they died at turn five but i was able to just put some massive wounds on everything right man anakin saber throw is just like way too good with fire support yes <laughs> it's just it's just really really good uh nobody else and then, has something like it yeah no and then uh, i played again game against john uh the other night and uh, basically the same thing happened, except I ran a different version. I ran Marquand, one ATSC, uh, and then uh, three speeder bikes on that one. Uh, and then I had two Astromechs. Basically, you know, he was just able to focus down one one ST at a time. And John was running 501st uh, with two barks, and they had the, the, impact, the impact guns on it. So even more like impact and pierce to deal with, right? So I don't know. Is it good? Yes. Uh, Does it have really, really good natural predators? Yes. (laughs) So I think the only way to, uh, in my opinion, like truly defeat the high predators or have a fighting chance, uh, obviously I need more reps. But I think one way to go about it is, is you need the flexibility. And if you're running triple ST, then you want your two STs to have the the mortar so you can throw nine dice at range four. throwing nine dice at range four, while the gar players also ideally at four for a while is like probably your best bet so like hopefully you can get some chip damage but we all know it they have tons of dodges and defensive tech and it's really annoying (laughs) so good luck getting wounds on them I don't know this is a ton of fun I like I like throwing a big armor on the table, it's a lot of fun. Um, we'll see if it shakes up the meta a lot. I think everyone's going to bring a lot of impact to Nova. Let's just put it that way. Agreed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, John. John, you played against it. How do you? How do you feel? Uh, like was it? Was it threatening?
1: I. Th- I mean, I think you hit the nail on the head. It was pretty much just like, okay, how do I set up an Anakin fire support and focus them down one at a time, and then once you focus them down, then it's pretty much That's kind of end of story. But if you didn't have that tool in your bag, which no other army does, then it would be very oppressive. And you can rely very heavily on all of the shareable dodges and defensive tech and the red saves with the surges. And like the way that I look at it is like, okay, you're going to roll the eight or nine die depending on the pool. 2 we're going to go away to heavy cover unless you're at range two with the blast gun. So if I'm rolling six saves, I'm only gonna take two wounds because I'm gonna save three, and then one's gonna be a surge, I'm gonna spend a surge token, I'm gonna take two wounds, I'm gonna heal the guy back with the medic, and then I'm gonna put five <laughs> or six wounds on you with a saber throw fire supported. Like, so that's kinda like the trade. Yeah. Um whereas nobody else is gonna be able to do that. So like that that is unique to a Gar list, and I think it's it's pretty much we were talking a lot about I go back and forth between barrier and saber throw. And now it's pretty much like, I think you have to take saber throw
0: now that this is a list. Yep. Oh yeah. Like another archetype. Yep. You definitely if you're playing Anakin, throw.
1: obviously is like, is what I'm referencing. Right. Um, like if, if you're, an, if I you're think. an Anakin gar player, like it's pretty much before I was like 80, 20 saber in favor of saber throw. And then before dark troopers, I was like, 75 25 in favor of barrier, and then dark troopers came out. And then I was like, I think you have to take saber throw, and now I'm like 100% saber throw.
0: Yeah, it's very valuable in that in both those matchups for sure. Yep, you're you might be you're probably bound to encounter one in like a tournament that is like six rounds. Yep, maybe even like your yeah, also depending on your local scene, right? If they're vehicle heavy, then you're more than likely to see it.
1: Hey, and I yep. sort of off topic, but it just so happened that I was like, you know what? I'm going to play some barks with RPSs tonight. And then you were playing you, Tempest Force.
0: You know what? You know what? I The build I played against you had an eight point bid. and I was like, sweet. I'm going to like I have I have a disgusting like blue deck and John's going to have a bad time. Like <laughs> it was the three speeders and two STs. Right. My God, this 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 fool threw through a nine point bid at me. I was like, <laughs> what are you doing <laughs> He was playing 501st with a nine point bid. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> that oh, so I I I this is why I wanted to bring it up in the first place. Uh I think you can build a fairly disgusting deck with with Temptus Force. So knowing that. And Blizzard Force is, like, they're not... I don't think Blizzard Force is dead. I still think Blizzard Force is good. They can also build a deck that is, like, pretty good. Even though they got scaled back in terms of, like, bidding power. They they could if they wanted to. I suspect bids might creep up. Uh, I might, you know. If you really want to defend against, like, these, like, uh, oppressive blue player decks, I think this is the way to do it. Uh, so... I'll call it here first. I think bids are going to go back up. Um, I don't know when, but it's probably going to be, I will say, after Nova. Maybe PAX will have a dumb amount of players like bidding for blue. Anyways, my little prediction. I see Brendan cackling over there. <laughs> I, got, just, I just
2: uh, made the dumbest um, Tempest Force list I could think of. All right, All right. Hit, hit me with it. 10x, 791. Officer... Three stormtrooper HH twelve specialists, and six scout troopers with sniper rifles, situational awareness, emergency transponders, and prepared supplies. Ew, the prepared. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you're just you're just playing. Uh, just camp at range. Whatever range four, just shoot.
2: Oh, yeah. you move these guys up. They're scout three. You get them to. To range oh, okay. two. Okay. You throw in all those dice plus the pierce one and the sharpshooter, they're just gonna murder things.
0: I feared that they would die to like black sun enforcers oh, as yeah. soon as they hit range two. Well if so. you
2: run into a black sun list, then yeah, you're you're camping back. That's
0: all that's all I'm getting at. You know what? That list has got versatility. See, John yeah. versatility is glorious. <laughs> uh that's that's good. I dig that one. There's there's a lot of fun stuff.
2: Just have to get three more boxes There's a list out there.
0: (laughs) I know. I ordered two more. (laughs) There's a list out there that I built. Oh, here it is. So it's um, 11-act. You got the officer with lead by example, Electro-Binox, three stormtroopers with HH-12s specialist, and then recon intel. So you can maybe get some range four shots immediately. Uh, Four scouts with the sniper, and then Mm -hmm. three bikes. So you're good at objectives, and uh, you have a seven-point bid. Hooray! (laughs) Yeah, like uh, I don't there's like probably three builds that I'm interested in. That's like the more trooper focused and then the triple ST and then like two ST plus three bikes. I don't know. There's there's lots of fun ones that you can build. I think going back to the guard talk. I think if you're running this, you definitely want snipers because to because high velocity is so good. Uh, In order to pierce, in order to get through any shots, you need high velocity, and that pierce is, like, super valuable against Scar. So, going forward, I think I at least want to add, hopefully, two snipers to any, (laughs) like, any uh, Tempest Force list I build.
2: You want to run six?
0: I mean, six is, like, the best number, but who's got that cash? People. Yeah, people got it.
2: Well, and if, if the
1: guard players truly are switching to saber throw... I mean, that is, you're removing a little bit of their defensive tech against the high velocity. So it makes that list even more oppressive to a guard list. Yep. And then Boyle can't help you either.
0: If you get, if you get it right, if let's say you get two for some reason, Boyle can only guardian one and then pierce the other. I don't think it'll happen, but either way, I hate Boyle. (laughs)
1: Boyle's (laughs) worst.
0: Uh, Any other final thoughts about Tempest Force, gentlemen?
2: No, it'll be interesting to see how it shakes out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I think that the best way to run it isn't three ATSDs. It's a fun way. But it, no, yeah, I agree. That's probably the, the most fun way to run it. Um, and I'll say that the if you do run it into an ATSD version of it, the linchpin is Marquand. So if you can kill him, the list kind of starts falling apart.
0: Cool. That works. Yeah. Uh, I'm in love with Tempest Force. It's like awesome. I love vehicles. <laughs> More vehicles, the better. Alrighty, that was a lot, of, a lot of fun. Uh, this show, man. Woohoo! Appreciate you guys. More
2: lightsabers, the better.
0: What was that, Brendan?
2: More lightsabers, the better.
0: Uh, I don't know. Three chicken walkers is pretty good.
2: I'm just waiting for the Inquisitors at this point.
0: Look, Empire is already like pretty rich with stuff. <laughs> let some, let some other people get some stuff.
2: Yeah. But I want red
0: spinny blades. All right. Well, we're going to helicopter spinning blade on out of here. I'm Corey. I'm John.
2: (laughs) I'm Brendan. X going to give it to you.
0: (laughs) Stay glorious, everyone.